for a bit of a Green Monday feature, we turn to this week's Trash Talk. And on this week's Trash Talk, Marcy Trent Long talks to Brenda Heidemar from Who Gives a Crap, which is a, a company that makes recycled toilet paper uh, in which they also uh, 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 donate 50% of their profits to build toilets around the world in developing countries. Anyway, they're going to talk about toilet paper. There are many things that we simply cannot live without in this modern world, and one of those is toilet paper. Yes, the production of toilet paper can be quite polluting. So here to talk to us more about it, and perhaps give us an alternative, is Brenda Heidema, head of production for the company Who Gives a Crap? <laughs> Tell us about Who Gives a Crap, and how did you get your name? <laughs> so Who Gives a Crap was started by an Australian guy named Simon Griffiths. And in true kind of Aussie fashion, there's lots of uh, tongue-in-cheek things that, that go on in Australia. And so um, he had the idea of creating toilet paper brand that actually helps build sanitation systems all over the world. Um, and kind of like the witty brand name that came out of it was just who gives a crap and you know they they kind of stumbled across the brand name and they're like yes it's perfect and so you can imagine like the marketing and all the emails that you get are all very uh, tongue-in-cheek and have lots of bum puns oh that's <laughs> true right it is perfect for social media right it is it is um <laughs> and, and it's perfect for social media but it also it, it fits in also with the purpose of the company and, and with our t what we're trying to accomplish from a social impact side yeah um we want people to give a crap that's right <laughs> so tell us about the social impact side of it yeah so the purpose of who gives a crap is to make sure that everybody in the world has access to a toilet in the next 30 years um and so the crazy part is that a third of the world's population today doesn't have access to a toilet. So if you can kind of think of how different your day would be if you didn't know the next time that you could go to the restroom. Um, and we don't even mean like a, a kind of developed country ideal of a restroom. Um, it's more of just having access of where you can uh, do your business. Oh. And in addition to that, there's been multiple studies that show like not having adequate sanitation systems reduces your GDP. And just by having a sanitation system, you can increase your GDP. There's dollar values you can trace back to it, um, which depends on the country and the study done. But there's a direct impact and a direct correlation between having sanitation systems and being able to increase the productivity of your country. Um, and so we just think it's kind of crazy that more people have cell phones than access to a toilet. Wow, that is crazy, right? Yeah. And so we wanted to do something about it. And so the company sells non-tree products because we also think that cutting down virgin trees to uh, wipe your bum or to <laughs> uh, wipe off uh, your countertop because we also do uh, paper towels or kitchen towels is just crazy. Why would we do that Yeah, uh, to cut down a resource like that? And we kind of figured out, well, we can sell it and make it delightful and at the same time donate 50% of our profits to building sanitation systems. You're kidding, 50%? Yeah, 50%. That's a huge amount. Yeah, um, we want it to be impactful and we want to be able to continue growing the company because the more we've 
grow, the more impact we can create. But we also didn't want to be, uh, oh, we'll wait in 20 years time when we're making X amount of money, right? To we give wanna, it all away. Exactly. We wanted to be able to start creating that impact now. And it's a pretty young company. Are there yeah. other young people? Because these are young ideas. Right? Yeah. <laughs> The average age at the company is quite young. Um, I'm at the upper echelon of the age range. Okay, we don't need to go down the age path here. But <laughs> but the mentality is also quite young. Yeah. Um, uh, we all work remotely. Um, people that work at the company are spread literally all over the globe. So we have our production in China, myself based here in Hong Kong looking after our production. Um, finance sits in Melbourne. Customer service sits in Philippines. Design sits in Los Angeles. Um, so it's just kind of proving the model that like, even though we're a smaller company, uh, we can all work remotely and kind of looking for that work-life balance of live where you want to live, but still be able to be productive. Wow, that's so cool. That's, uh, let's just hope every company is going to be like that then, and the world will be so beautiful. Oh, I think right? we would be a lot happier. Yeah, I think we would be a lot happier. I like that. <laughs> and so uh, back to toilet paper. Yes. Bad toilet paper. So why is toilet paper such a polluting industry? Um, Didn't know that. Yeah, it, it's not just toilet paper. It's paper in general. The the process, if you think of like wood and trees and getting to something soft like paper, um, well, a lot has to happen in that process to go from like a hardwood to making something that you want to blow your nose in or you want rubbed against your skin. Um, so the process of making paper in general is quite polluting, um, not just only toilet paper, because it's energy intensive with water and chemicals. And it just takes a lot of uh, heat mm. and a lot of time to get something. It's just you're taking a hard piece of wood and you're pulping it and you're just you beat it a little bit. But more than that, you're just uh, you're treating it. It's mostly the chemicals, it's right? Chemicals. And mm. then it's just like you cook it. You cook a lot of it oh. um, and you cook it at high temperatures and then you just keep stirring it. So then how are you guys making it more sustainable? So one, none of our products are made from trees. So just right off the bat, we're not cutting down forests. Um, we're not cutting down like these valuable resources to make our product. We have two lines. One is a toilet paper made out of bamboo. Um, and that's Ouch. <laughs> Sorry, really? You yeah. can get that. You can make that soft. You can make it soft. Okay. Um, and it takes less energy than making wood soft. And it's actually a little bit more plush. We introduced that line to be a, a premium line. <laughs> okay. Um, but obviously, the most uh, eco valuable one and, and the one that's less harmful to the environment is recycled because you've already started with a paper product. So you've already gone through that process once. And so it just doesn't take as much because it's already in a soft kind of form. Um, so it just doesn't take as much energy yeah. and water to, um, to, to get cardboard. it back. But yeah. you have to make it soft. So that must be hard. And you have to sanitize it, right? Don't people get nervous that... The process itself, you're cooking it at really high temperatures. And it does go through a bleaching process where we don't use the yucky bleach, which is elemental chlorine. Um, we use hydrogen peroxide. So that's part of the sanitation. Also, we're cooking it at really high temperatures, which kills anything that could ever be living on it. 
And so by cooking it at high temperatures, too, you don't have to use as many chemicals. Don't have to use as many chemicals. It's less because of the high temperatures and more because it's already in paper form. And why do you guys produce in China, then? Um, So all of our rolls and all of our product is individually wrapped. With paper. With paper. No, everybody with paper. Yeah, here, you can hear it. She's brought a bunch in. All paper. To just to be able to create a product that is competitive in the market and that doesn't cost two to three times, we need to be in a country that allows us to do that amount of labor. Because you have to hand roll it. You have to hand roll it. Exactly. Um, Additionally, we've looked at producing in countries closer to our markets, but we sell sell in the U.S., the U.K., and Australia, and there's just no producers that really want to do this for us. Mm -hmm. The ones that do exist are competitors, so they're hardly inclined to come produce our stuff. <laughs> like the probably the big guys that wrap in plastic, though. Exactly. And um, so when you uh, when you do the different types um, of paper, and you're going to use them for recycled, how do you explain to people then that they should use a recycled paper, and that it's that it's they don't have to worry about sanitation? Do people care about that in the U.S., U.K., or is that just a Hong Kong thing? (laughs) It actually doesn't come up, I think, because if someone's come to our site or has heard about us or, you know, saw an advertisement or something, there's less of a stigma around that. Yeah. I think because it's an industrially produced product. There's less of a question about it. Like, of course, it's okay. Um, Also, it meets all of the standards in all of those countries of being a hygiene product. There are standards we have to meet. Like, we're able to meet those. And so the consumer is just very trusting of that. Right. And so you yourself jumped from, you know, big name textile companies to... Who gives a crap? What made you give a crap? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'd love to say it was just the name, even though the application process was a lot of fun. But it was the opportunity to kind of prove that for-profit business and helping out the world, either from an eco point of view or socially, don't have to be mutually exclusive Um, because that just takes my two passions, supply chain. uh, You know, we all want to make money and um, and also helping in allows me to bring them together into into one entity and that's what i really enjoy about it that it's not just a we're trying to prove something that the business can be good for the world that's right yeah Oh, well done you, Brenda. So there you go, trash talkers. If you think to yourself that you want to be a good citizen, but you also want to make some money, here's an example that you can actually just do both. Just incorporate sustainability into your everyday life, and then you can be similar to who gives a crap and to Brenda and feel good about yourself and make a comfortable living, Exactly, right? yeah. So trash talkers, also, when you think about toilet paper, remember that we don't want to use virgin paper when we can use recycled paper. And nowadays, we can make a soft toilet paper out of recycled paper, which Brenda just proved to us. And companies like Who Gives a Crap lead us to a new vision where social and profit can be tied together in a common purpose. Thanks, Brenda, again, and her team for providing an alternative for us and for her efforts in making the world a better place. Thank you. Gracias. De nada. Gracias.
You can find all the Trash Talk episodes on iTunes and the RTHK On The Go app. Or follow us at Twitter at SustainableAsia and on Instagram at SustainableAsia.co for new episodes and trash tips. You can also visit Plastic Free Seas Hong Kong on their Facebook and Instagram pages for more trash tips. Many thanks once again to Ma, um, Marcy Trent Long speaking to Brenda Heidemer from Who Gives a Crap, which is a, a toilet, a recycled toilet uh, paper uh, business. And they've talked about toilet paper, but also they donate 50% of their earnings to build uh, clean uh, toilets and also provide sanitation to developing countries. <laughs> <laughs>